The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the running. Welcome to the running. Hello, house show listeners. It's a brand new episode of the running this Monday morning. Uh, Kevin Hellions here, the Mass Library, to start things off this week because, I mean, I, I think everyone knows uh, I was part of the Retro Network and brought on Maddie Treats and the educators to start this podcast, but I was already writing and, and guessing on podcasts and having interactions with other guys and, well, something happened. I don't know where it fell apart. I don't know what exactly happened, but uh, another podcast has decided to draw a line in the sand against your boys the house show your trio's champions and i i'm i'm not quite sure what we should do about this here uh guys maddie educator do you do you have any any thoughts on this on us being called out by fellow retro network podcast sequel quest who yeah who sequel quest every friday afternoon where they do sequels prequels and remakes to films that never existed. No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on them. No, no clue who you're talking about. I was on one of the episodes, guys. And I know you both listen to everything that I do. Was that that Make-A-Wish <laughs> wish you granted? I'm, yes, I'm the John Cena of the Retro Network. <laughs> oh, okay. Was that the, the Warrior Award that you gave out? Oh, I, I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I, I think I do remember. I, I, you know what? I, I do remember. Um, and I got, you know, um, guys, you know, I, I, I want to speak to Sequel Quest just directly to them. And I know they're listening because when I said I was moving a couple episodes ago, turns out I'm living rent free in their heads right now. And it's great. Not paying rent. It's awesome. Very. Um, it's not really roomy, though. It's a little cozy. But it's okay. It's okay. So let me just speak right to there. Because um, it looks like the boys from Sequel Quest are ready to rumble. Now, on the show, I'm known as Maddie Treats. But let's go beyond the mat real quick. Uh, when you go 12 rounds with me, no holds barred. I see no evil. And you must be a knucklehead. Because when you fight with the house show, you're fighting with my family. Kevin's beard is majestic. He looks like a Santa with muscles. The educator of excellence is the chaperone of champions. To think you are on our level is out of the world. You sound like a man on the moon. So, um, Adam, here's a little rundown for you. You woke up a sleeping giant and they live. So just be cool because as the other guys, show some central intelligence, sit at the end of the bay, watch your mouth, because when we start the rampage, it's doom for you, and the house show is walking tall. Oh. Love it. 
Well done. Um, wow. And those were movie references. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they know that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all I got to say to them. Promo of the year. We, um, you know, we, uh, I did go to Crone Meltzer's uh, promo classes. So uh, to my right, we have the educator of excellence. Educator, how are you doing this Monday oh, morning? Oh, baby. Reeling after the long weekend of finding out that apparently school is going to be a go this fall. So oh, buckle your chin straps and get ready for the ride because it's going to be amazing. <laughs> you sound very excited. So um, that's all we're going to say about that. Uh, to my uh, left, right, whatever, it is the Mass Library, Kevin Hellions. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing well, and hey, this comes out Monday morning, so for the day, everyone wish my kid a happy seventh birthday today. Oh, happy birthday to Declan. What's uh, what's on the plan for today? Are you doing a birthday underground? Yes, yes, birthday underground, of course. Uh, he's He's been taking karate. He doesn't like uh, his friends to know because he's worried if he ever has to use his powers, it's best that no one knows he has those powers. Then he has the element surprise as well. That's that's smart. Is Declan the intern of the hurt business? <laughs> he's uh, he, he's he's the yeah the intern yeah it's unpaid. You know he's doing it through school um by Zoom meeting of course. No, absolutely. And it is a Monday morning. It is the run in, and we have our special guest for this morning. We have not talked to him in a while, but he has been helping me with all my promos lately. It's an internet wrestling community legend. It is none other than Crone Meltzer. Crone, how have you been, my good friend? I've been doing excellent, and I am so glad to be joining you guys again, once again, to play the role of Clarence Mason to the trio's tag team champions <laughs> of the world. We thank you. We thank you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> was not expecting that so <laughs> we uh so so kevin uh once again we have our listener question of the week i gotta get a drop in there um and this one is is literally only for the educator of excellence is that right it's it's not flat out said there but it's implied that's for the educator so this comes from my friend adam van the co-host over at, at odds with wrestling that also comes out on thursdays but about 12 hours after we do his bliss question of the week. If Alexa bliss was one half of a set of twins side note from Adam. Oh, my heart would the blit would the bliss twins beat the Bella twins and why he's thinking really hard guess. Yes. Yes. He is made down on his lip. Educator does you not know. You know what would be cool? A set of twins. <laughs> but, no, no, no. A set of twins, but they're not same gender. So that you got a, a guy going after, obviously, the men's titles, girl going after the girls' title, ladies' titles. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Alexa Bliss, miles ahead of both Bellas combined together. So probably she could take both of them in a handicap match, win with Twisted Bliss. Call it one, two, three in the center of the ring. What about her identical brother, Alex? <laughs> Who could you get to play Alex Bliss? And I think what you would want to do is get like a seven footer. Like, Without I, a I doubt. That would be Twisted Bliss off the top of the shoulders. 
I was thinking repackage Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Mm, maybe Cesaro? Go with that Swiss Cesaro? bliss? Yeah, that Swiss, Swiss bliss. bliss. <laughs> so, so, educator, what you're saying is Alexa Bliss alone, even if her twin was like, uh, and you'll have to give me the right wording here, but like a twin that is absorbed into her body that never got to yeah, separate. Just like a parasitic lump on the back of her, <laughs> on the back of her head. That even, that even that would still defeat the Bella Twins. Without a doubt. <laughs> this show's going to get canceled. <laughs> like, like Quado. This is our thunder. This is our thunder. This is where we jump those marks. <laughs> like, she, she lifts up her shirt like Quado in Total Recall and it's her twin. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking more like Professor Quarrel from Harry Potter. You just take Ooh. off the top and there it is. There the it face is. right on the back. That's right. And, and any combination of these would defeat the Bellas. Well, no doubt. What if it turned out that Alexa Bliss and the twin, both five feet of fury, were the giant ninja that was hanging out? Like they were stacked on top of each other like they were trying to sneak into a movie or something. They, they were Tazawa's giant ninjas. I could buy it. All right. All right. Why don't we get into what happened in wrestling this past week? Because, guys, this is a crazy, crazy week. Um, this was this week in wrestling was basically sums up the year 2020 because so much happened. Okay, we have one, two, three. You, you have three stories that when people heard about them, they were saying, oh, this could be a dark side of the ring story. This could be dark side of the ring. Okay, and I think the three stories that really stuck out is, of course, number one, uh, Raw Underground. You know, everyone was comparing it to Brawl for All. It's not Brawl for All. Brawl for All. It's you know, worked shoot fighting. It's it's weird. It's a worked fighting shoot fighting work sh- shoot. I, I don't know. Um, the Rock buys the XFL. I think you could do a whole dark side of the ring on XFL stuff. Yeah. In all honesty. Um, and then Marty Jannetty may allegedly have killed someone. I don't not, know what's not, going not on. Not that his life hasn't been surrounded with controversy. So let's just add right to the pile with those with those uh, posts that he was having on social media. Absolute crazy. So where do you guys want to get started? Is there anything burning in your mind this week, guys? And that's kind of why I brought on Mr. Crone Meltzer, because he has the pulse of the nation. So, Crone, what do you want to what do you want to talk about this what week? What do I want to talk about this week? Well, I think I think we should start by going back to Monday and talk about Raw Underground because for me, I really enjoyed the presentation of it. You know, I I did not watch Raw live; it was something I heard about afterwards, and I was intrigued enough to check out. And I I like it; it's something different. And I think during these times, that's what we need is something different. I mean, you guys going back and you've been reviewing all the old in your houses um i think it may have been at a summer slam but there's what was it the the match between owen hart and ken shamrock in like the Hart dungeon or whatever where it's off location like not right in the center of the fans i like that it's like taking place elsewhere almost like a like a boiler room brawl ass get get the action away from the ring a little bit and let everything feel more more natural and especially with the influx of MMA talent they have now, I mean, 
it's perfect. Yeah, I, I think you are very um, optimistic about that. Now, I believe that your teacher, the educator, is not optimistic about the raw underground. I'm just, how long before the plug gets pulled? I mean, there, everything in this era has been start, stop, start, stop, start, stop booking. I, I see this. It's the flavor of the month. I If it gets to SummerSlam, I'll be shocked if they continue it beyond SummerSlam. I, I just, I don't see the viability long-term. All right. So it made me, because I was trying to think how to make Raw Underground work, because it's so weird. This came out of nowhere. Apparently it's well-known. Apparently it's been happening for a while. Apparently the Performance Center has a basement or an implied basement that this happens in. Shane McMahon's been hanging out running this. So then, you know, with us watching, uh, like, In Your Houses and other stuff we're watching on our own, we see how WWE and WWF, things just go away and then reappear as if they've been backstage the whole time. Like, backstage is not in a different city. It's always implied it's the same backstage. So, like, oh, of course, Slick and Ron Simmons and Kurt Angle are randomly here backstage. They live here. Why wouldn't they be back here? Well, because they had to travel to the town to make the two-minute appearance here for this you know, backstage segment in between matches. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just embrace all of this. Let's take WWE and go full Simpsons and community. And it's just its own little town. Everyone lives here. Everything happens here. You want to do something crazy one week. You want to bring someone back for no good reason. Another week you want a tangent over here. It's just, it's WWEville and anything can happen. We all live here and have crazy adventures. Yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to get why the the Twitter backlash for the underground when it was first announced. Um, and, and I really think it's because of kind of what educator says. I mean, so you like the concept there, um, Mr. Meltzer. Do you think the WWE can execute this storyline or this concept well for an extended period of time? I mean, the short and sweet answer is no. If you want any good long-term booking, you have to go to NXT with Triple H. I mean, everything Vince pretty much touches, like Educator said, he's not wrong. It's all start, stop, and everything like that. But at the same time, I'm just hoping that they see this for for how unique it is. Kind of similar to the, uh, like the, the cinematic-style matches that they've been doing. I mean, who knew that... The, the graveyard match, they had to do that because of COVID and everything, but it's stuck. You know, they're, they're doing them continuously now. Maybe they'll see this as something different. They'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe maybe we can ride this out. Do I think it'll happen? Probably not, but I'd like to hope for the best. Yeah. I, you know, another thing, too, is obviously I don't think you would be able to do this with live crowds because then the people that are there would just be watching a screen. Yeah. So you have to. You have to do it during times. Like I mean, this. I thought about it, but like the boiler, the boiler room brawl worked. That's why I brought up the uh, the heart dungeon match or whatever. They've they've done matches that don't play, take place right in the arena, and I think that it's okay. I can understand why they don't do it because then you got all the fans watching a giant monitor who just paid hundreds of dollars for a pay per view or whatnot. But I think if you have a strong enough card to support it, it can work out. It's only 10 or 15 minutes tops. You know, it's funny you bring up Triple H and you bring up that they have long-term booking in NXT. Uh, what did you guys think of Pat McAfee's uh, punt of uh, Adam Cole? What's, what's going on with that? 
I mean, they're having a match at TakeOver 30. So what do they do? It's crazy. It's, uh, are they trying? I personally thought that angle was well done. Like, like it was believable the way they set up Adam Cole getting, you know, punted in the head, right? Um, and then I thought Triple H's reaction with the pushing of McAfee. And McAfee is different because usually when a celebrity comes in, they want the celebrity to be the face. And this just feels like a way to turn Adam Cole face. Right. No, no absolutely. Do you think that this is um, the result, this angle, this storyline, be- because everything with Gronk didn't work out? Or do you think the whole thing with Gronk, it was just meant to be a mania one and done kind of deal? What well, are your thoughts? Well, from what, what I've heard with Gronk was, Originally, he was retired. He ended up going to uh, Tampa Bay Box, signing with Brady. But Gronk played in New England, and SummerSlam was supposed to be in Boston, and they wanted Gronk to do a match in Boston. But with him going back to uh, the NFL and that sort of thing, um, and I know McAfee and Cole, I think um, have they've had a relationship over the years for it. Um, they've done stuff at house shows, and McAfee has actually. He bought a wrestling ring. He tells a story all the time where he bought a wrestling ring like years ago. And he um, has like Rip Rogers on his Pat McAfee show all the time. And they're like really good friends, I guess. And Rip has come over and shown him stuff. So I'm actually really curious to see how this plays out and what kind of match they do. Uh, because I did think that that kind of angle was was very well done. I think it puts a lot of faith in Adam Cole to carry him for the match and help him through it. But is McAfee bringing that big of an audience with this that it's worth it? Well, I think McAfee has a loose f- affiliation with Barstool Sports, if I remember correctly. So yeah, that sounds if you're right. trying to get 18 to 48-year-old demo, 49-year-old demo, um, th- that may bring some eyeballs. Also interesting is, of course, AEW is getting preempted for NBA and they just happen to have a dynamite on the night that takeovers on. Oh, so weird! It's so right. I mean, um, so amazing how that all worked out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just thought that was you know kind of the one noteworthy thing from NXT. Um, any thoughts on the Rock buying XFL? Is that going to work at all? Do you? Guys what do think? you honestly think? What's what's his goal? What's his gain? Is it just you know to to salvage? a failed WWE project or do you think there's long-term interest or, or is it, is he going to flip this? See, I flip it for profit. I don't think he will flip it only because he's got his ex wife involved there. And it seemed like they were making a big deal out of her being like one of the first females to own a, like an entire sports league or whatnot. I, I mean, what is there in the XFL? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think the idea and I know this isn't a sports show, but I don't think the idea of having like a second tier like organization like to rival the NFL would really work. Like, I, I just don't see something like that working. Yeah, I know. This is a good reason why I brought Crone Meltzer on is I know he watches football and, and you guys um, don't really watch it. So I think what people f- fail to understand when people talk about like the love for the NFL is there already is a developmental league for the NFL, and that is what college football is. Yep. I mean, to think the XFL is going to be a developmental for the NFL is just not true. I mean, it's it's just not. That's college. I mean, that is college football. So. I mean, in the, in 
normal terms, it, wrestling is subjective. That's why you can have so many different companies and organizations. When when you look at the WWE, they say they have the best wrestlers in the world. And that may partially be true to a degree, but there are a lot of really great wrestlers out there. When you look at the NFL, those are the best available football players on this planet. So anything else is going to deliver an inferior product. Yeah, excellent point there. Um, and then finally, I, I did bring up, of course, Marty Jannetty. Um, but what is going on with these Facebook posts? I know. Let's go to our social media expert, the Mast Library. So Marty Jannetty posted that when he was what 13 i believe yep um he was if i understand he was being hit on by another man and is that right yep he was working at a bowling alley i believe he said at, at 13 sure and <laughs> whatever state he's in and their child labor laws and he didn't take this too kindly so he led the guy outside and murdered him in retaliation allegedly allegedly, Al- allegedly. in in retaliation for being hit on and out of nowhere on his facebook admits to it at the same time that his girlfriend companion whatever hasn't been seen in a couple days too you know the it's interesting out of the group that we have on right now the only person that can relate to this is probably crone meltzer because when he was 13 he murdered Death Valley Driver You know, it's crazy that you bring that up because I almost forgot about that, but I'm glad that you did bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, why would you... If it's a joke, why? If it's serious, why? And if you're in a state of mind where this seems like a good idea, then you're in a state of mind where you need some help in rehab. Like, if I did a wrestler Deadpool right now, Marty's at the top of my list. Do you think he did it? Any day now. I mean, 13. 13 I'm I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm thinking he was in an altered state when he posted that and he needs help. This is a social media grab for attention. Well, it worked. Oh, absolutely. Maybe in all the wrong ways, though. Right. I mean, what else is he going to do? Start an OnlyFans page? Well, it seemed to work for Sonny, who's back in the clinker. Gonna buy her those CDs? No comments. No comments. I think she's in jail run where I used to live in New Jersey, too. All right. Rahway, right? <laughs> Does she have any, uh, what was the name of that sandwich you'd always get? Like a Fat Rodney? <laughs> fat Daryl for the fat sandwich. Fat Daryl. First time I got one, couldn't finish it. Second time I got one, I ate two. <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin. <laughs> really proud of I you there. I was, too. <laughs> what was your thought process going into that? You're like, I couldn't finish one the first time, so I'm going to buy two this time. Well, my thought was it was so good. The girl I was living with at the time did not allow me to do fun things. So when I had an opportunity, I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and buy two. And I'll have one yeah, The people at home don't realize how much we popped for, for that <laughs> comment. And uh, if your lovely wife, Elise, listened to the show, she would really like that comment oh, as well. She oh, she popped big. She would too. I've dated terrible people. What's it say about you, Kevin? A lot of standards. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we uh, go? Um, um, quick question. Quick question. Uh, for Matt, um, instead of your OnlyFans money, are you going to subscribe to AEW Heels? I do not plan on it. 
the elite version of OnlyFans, really. A couple things I do want to say is, if you haven't done so already, please go to the RetroNetwork.com and enter our contest. This is the last week, uh, actually the last few days for it. Um, I believe it ends on Thursday. Um, and, uh, you know, win those goodies, win that uh, DVD of the In Your House Best of, the Rob Schamberger uh, Austin uh, print as well, and some Retro Network goodies and also, too, uh, coming up on Thursday is our No Way Out of Texas in your house. In your house, No Way Out. We don't really know what the name of the event is. It's crazy. It's a Mad Libs pay-per-view. Uh, but it is the first pay-per-view that you actually have to search for. Uh, you can't just go to retired pay-per-views under the In Your House banner and it will be there. No, you actually have to go to No Way Out and it's going to be the first one that you see. Um, it's a little weird how they um, started that branding uh, when we were talking about that. So um, anything you guys want to say before uh, we leave? I'll, I'll, I'll come in with something. I uh... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, maximize your minutes there, uh, Road Dog. Hey, that's what Pritchard taught me. Maximize those minutes. I appreciate you guys having me on again, and you guys have been putting out some very quality content that I've been listening to every Thursday during my car ride, so I wanted to uh, tell you guys that I appreciated that, and I as well will be tuning in Thursday to hear a, a brand new episode of The House Show. Uh, thank you, Bruce Hart. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything to say? Nope. Um, uh, sequel quest, you know how to DM me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very awkward. I don't know what that's code for, but uh, are Ke- Kevin, are you going to turn on us? No, no, I would never. There's not. Gonna be I don't know. I, I, you know what? I think we may have to. Uh, we may have to uh, throw him through the uh, barbershop window. He's going to become the Danny Davis of the Heart Foundation here. I think that's what screwed up Marty Janetti. It was the barbershop window. It's yeah. All downhill from there. Um, oh yeah. And by the way, guys, uh, get well soon, Montez Ford. I know you passed out a week ago, so we're just worried about you here. Uh, Thank you, guys, and we'll see you on Thursday. Wait, did you call me Bruce Hart? (laughs) (laughs) I hope you can keep that in there. I hope I gave you enough space to keep that in there. You know what I'm going to keep in? You begging me to keep that in there. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.